0: Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for jumping on guys. I've got a um, I've got a bit of a format today. You know, you, know, you know how it goes down. You're gonna have me on for around. 45 to 50, 55 minutes, 45 to 55 minutes, <laughs> I want to talk about, I'm going to be on for the, for the hour and I'm going to be asking your, answering your questions, all right, we've already had uh, several questions that have already come in through the course of today, let me share with you what those questions are going to be, okay, so I'm going to be answering, what's the best way to get a girl into you if you mess up on the first impression? Okay, what's usually the number one problem when relationships go bad, right? What do I think is the most important aspect when it comes to talking to a woman, and what to do if a girl stops replying to your texts, and how do you overcome approach anxiety? I mean, it always comes up every time, every week. I do this. um, We're talking about overcoming these hurdles, aren't we? Of approach anxiety. Um, probably the last time I'm going to answer this question because uh, I just feel like a broken record repeating myself. Uh, Okay, who else we got on? Hi Hank, welcome back. London Doctor, hello. Sarah Sususu, welcome. Daniel Reap, hi, hello. Terry, Pistol Pete, love that handle. Billy Price, Steve Allen, welcome, welcome. If it's your first time, um, you know, the drill is this, you... If you've got a question that you want answered in regards to dating, relationships, social, networking, anything that involves the social sciences, I will take time to answer your question personally right here within the hour. Okay, so as some of you guys may have seen, uh, we launched the book, we released Elite Seduction finally over Easter um, it's been a great success. All of you, um, a lot of you guys, have already got your copy. Uh, if you haven't got your copy, feel free to go over to Amazon and get it. I mean, um, I would love to know your thoughts. It's really interesting when you produce something, uh, when you you put so much time and effort into something and you put it out there in the market. You feel quite vulnerable, you know. So I would love I would love for you guys to go and. Get that book, and you know, if you enjoy this, if you enjoy these weekly Ask Me Anythings, uh, you'll sure as hell enjoy the book, okay? Hi, Diego, Diego, careers back in the house. Uh, I may have right. Let me let me let me let me address the questions I already have, and then I'm going to scroll through and I'm going to get to your questions, okay? So What's the best way to get a girl into you if, if you mess up on the first impression? This is a funny one because I'm actually consulting a guy at the moment on this exact issue, right? The situation is um, he went over to uh, Brazil. He, he sparked up a relationship online with uh, this particular girl and he flew over there um had, you know, a very passionate and wild time with each other, but it was very short-lived. And the reasons why, and what I've advised him on, is, is because he failed to really, um, I mean, when you escalate fast of someone, you've got to remember, you have to then spend time in comfort, you know? You've just shared quite an intimate moment with someone. And if you're just going over, like, some sex-hungry tourist, right, then a woman can feel very cheap about that, you know? So that was the kind of situation that he's in. He hasn't made a great first impression over there. And what I encourage him to do now is actually spend a lot more time on the phone, um, reassuring that he's not that guy that he put himself out there to be interpreted as. And... Um, you know, stand firm with that. I mean, he's in an emotional mess because he's failing to read it. He thinks it's over um, because she's took him off Instagram and all this kind of business. But the fact of the matter is she's still responding to the messages, okay? That's something you really need to look out for. If someone is responding to, if you've had an argument or a tiff or, you know, there's been a bit of a storm in your relationship, whether it be quite early on in the relationship whether it be midway, later on, you know, doesn't matter how long you've been with this person, what you must show is that you can weather the storm, right? If someone is responding to you, it means they're still emotionally invested into you, right? It means they're still interested in you, okay? So that's a good sign. If someone has completely cut you off and given you the radio silence, then that's that's a bad thing. A bad, a bad thing to a bad situation to be involved in right because they have probably took their emotions out of the situation but if someone is responsive to your messaging and your phone calls you know there's there's still investment in it so what you just have to do if you've had a bit of a speed bump or not necessarily presented your best self your 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 first foot your best foot forward then you, you have to be clear on on, on um, that you are aware that you weren't uh, that you wasn't the, behaving in, in the right way and and don't come at, at a very like in a position of attacking but come in from a very um, diplomatic and neutral standpoint um, to create the bridge right Women are very emotional beings. Very emotional beings they want you to be emotionally available but they also want you to be able to deal with their emotions um, you know when they're not at their best right And you might be the cause of that. you might be the cause of why their emotions aren't in a good position right So you just got to know how to calculate that. you need to know how to deal with managing a relationship. you know there's all of there's so much information on, out there about how to meet someone. But I feel there's a, a lack of information on how to keep the relationship and how to make it fruitful and, and you know, how to get over these arguments and these conflicts within. Okay? So key takeaway there is that basically if you have a moment of conflict in your relationships, you know, call yourself out on your own shit, right? Don't don't add another log into the fire and and, and, and be aggressive towards your, your partner. Call yourself out on your shit and own it. Like, let them know that you are aware that you could have handled that situation in a better way. You know, extend the olive branch, okay? Right. What's usually the number one problem when relationships go bad? Well, I think that ties into what I just shared with you guys. I feel that, um, you know, people think their relationships are over when they've had an argument, Right. You know, there's a lot of bad emotion that happens. You know, and in that split moment, you think, oh, God, no, no. I, oh, God, I think we're going to break up. We're going to break up. You know, it's only over when you when you decide to give up, really. You know, it's... If you've had an argument, are, are you really breaking up or are you just communicating to each other your indifferences? Are you communicating to each other the, the values that aren't in line with each other's values? So... If anything, it's just an uncomfortable moment in a relationship where you're both learning something about each other that you've, you've never um, you never knew before, right? So I just think it's that. it's when, it's when values aren't in a align with each other, and you have a moment of disruption and, and you, you're failing to communicate on, on a level that's needed, right? Right. Uh, the long sorry that, that long board question just distracted me there. You ruined my flow. i I'm, I'm definitely gonna answer that though. Um, what do you think the most important aspect is when it comes to talking to a woman? Okay, right. The most important aspect when it comes to not just talking to a woman but literally anyone is. Is 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 to be able to stimulate. It's is to move the, the move the the mind into a direction that makes someone think about their next response. Right? That's what it is. Right? You've got to move someone's mind in the direction where they think about their next response. You don't want to fall into the autopilot pattern. Right? What do I mean by that? I say it, on I feel like I say it on air every week. The how's the weather chat, that 11 o'clock pub chat. What do you do? Where are you from? How old are you? Like a trick here, and I say it's time and time again, is get bored of hearing yourself say the same thing over and over and over and again every time you go out. Because the chances are, if you're bored of hearing yourself talk in such ways or repeat the conversation in such ways, then you're coming across as boring, you know? Remember, whatever you think is what you project, right? So get away from, yes, that 11 o'clock pub chat, the generic kind of thoughtless, lazy conversation starters and bridges, they just, you know, be creative, be playful, amuse yourself with the conversation and invite them into it. Right, not everyone's going to want to be playful, right? Not everyone's going to want to be playful, but well, that's okay. But what's not okay is you going out and not being playful for yourself, right? You know, we talk about being in the present, talking about not overanalyzing things. Okay, cool. Right. So next one: What to do if a girl stops replying your to your text? Who has who who has this problem? Who has this problem? When they don't know what to do when someone doesn't when stops um, replying to their text messages, yeah, it's yeah, it well has it yeah, it's it's quite an issue, um, and it happens for a number of reasons. It's it's basically because you failed to make impact, you know, and, and, and it could be at any level. It could be uh, when you actually got the number. You know, but she was curious enough to kind of just see if you had a bit of chat beyond the first text message, and it turns out you didn't, right? So your follow-up game might be weak. Um, it might be that she's got someone else in the picture, right? It might be that you she, she, she's got someone else in the picture. There is so much you don't know about someone when you first meet them, right? But they get so caught up in the magic of it all, of, of you know the approach or the you might have a stimulating conversation and you know they hand over the number in, in the midst of it all but then when those emotions settle they just realise oh actually what am I doing? I've actually got a partner or I'm actually seeing someone at the moment. So don't be like, oh she's a bitch. She's actually a decent girl, right? She's doing the right thing. Right, she's doing the right thing. Imagine that was your girl. Would it be Would it be right that she exchanged numbers with a guy? I mean, you know, seduction's a powerful thing. Things like that can happen in the moment. They hand over their number. They could either be polite, doing it because they're being polite. They could do it as a, a polite, um, you know, way to end the conversation, or they genuinely. You 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 might have some really solid um, content. In, in, in regards to how you're coming across that they get so caught up in it all, they get the number, but then, yeah, as I say, those emotions, they, they, they die down and they realize, oh, God, what, what am I doing? You know, it's like a bubble, yeah? So if a girl stops applying to your text, I would give it maybe like a period of, say, maybe a week or two and just try and give them a call after work right just again break the pattern break the pattern a lot of men just try to to just get caught up in the safe play it safe texting pattern i'm so encouraging of you guys to get on the phone right get on the bloody phone like it's it's you can convey so much more emotion it's more emotive i mean it's so much more power in a phone call right Right, last one. How do you overcome approach anxiety? This is the last one I'm going to you, and I'm going to go through your questions. I'm looking forward to answering long longboard one. Right, how do you overco- overcome approach anxiety? You start small, right? Give yourself little goals. Go out and just interact with five people, right? You can do that tomorrow. You can do that tomorrow. You can do it every day. As soon as you leave the house, you have the opportunity to interact with people. Okay, it could be the person at the coffee shop. It could be your taxi driver. It could be someone sitting next to you on the bus, right? It could be absolutely anything. Five? Why specifically five? Because I'm just picking. I mean, you can do ten if you're ambitious, but I think if you've got to approach anxiety, just start small. Just start small, right? I think five is a very doable number. When you get confident with that, then you want to increase that number. But let's just give ourselves a little goal. Right, of doing something, taking some sort of action. Right? So just just give yourself a little goal and be observant of your environment. All right. And just use the little icebreakers. Right? Maybe be curious about someone. Be curious about someone. Everyone's got a story. Everyone has got a story. Think about what you've done in the last decade. What has the person sat next to you done in the last decade? Right? Find out. Be curious. What's your story? What's your story is the like most universal opener that you could possibly use in in any situation. Yeah? Right. So you've got to get more familiar with talking to people you don't know. Right? So you have to get out into social environments and you have to just give yourself a little task of approaching you know, say five people a day, maybe six, ten, whatever your number is, but you just got to do it, right? And then as you get it, it might be just asking people for bloody directions, right? And as you get a bit more confident to that, and you get more confident with that, and you get more familiar with that, you, you might start moving it into other directions. I mean, we got tons and tons of content on the blog, you know, johnnycassell.com, um, and my book also. Yeah, Why am I not talking much about that? <laughs> My book has a lot of content that you could probably use in there as well. So check it out, Elite Seduction. All right. Okay, guys, I'm going to scroll through and see what we got for question-wise. What are you guys throwing at me? Mm, 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 mm. Right. Let's have a look, let's have a look, let's have a look. How do I get the nines and tens? Right, well, first of all, You've got to stop calling them 9s and 10s. Daniel, Real P, you know, you've got to stop calling them 9s and 10s because what you're doing is you're putting them on a pedestal, right? You're putting these women that you consider 9s and 10s on a pedestal, and the moment you've done that is you've reduced yourself to a lower number, right? Unless, of course, you're using some mindset trickery on yourself and you're calling yourself a 12. Um, So it all starts with what's going on in your mind. So it's like meeting celebrities. You don't want to come across as a fan. You don't want to put yourself in the fan category. Yeah? You also need to think about your positioning, right? Who are your 9s and 10s? You know, it's quite subjective, isn't it? You know, of what you would consider a 9 or a 10 and and someone else on this feed would consider as a 9 or a 10. And you need to actually start positioning yourself in environments that are abundant or give you opportunity, give you a yield on your time, right? Start weeding out the the environments that aren't doing that for you. Yeah, if there's places in town that you're spending time in on, on a on a weekend or you know midweek. Just spend less time in the places that aren't attractive for these sort of people, right? So you need to create a machine. You need to create a social machine where it's just organic, right? You're friends with people that are friends with the people that um, you want to meet. Right, or your hobby consists of, you know, doing a doing a certain hobby, uh, meeting women that you consider nines and tens, is the byproduct of enjoying that hobby, right? But you certainly don't meet them just sat sat on your backside at home, right? And that, that's, that's for whatever sort of woman you want to meet, you just got to get out there. You got to find a social machine that is yielding the certain the type of women that you want to meet. Right, so have a think about that. Maybe just shortlist a few environments, and maybe just sh- trying to shortlist a a list of people in your network that would be more likely, you know, a bit more likely to be around these sort of women. Okay, so you got to think, you got to approach it with, with strategy. Women, you know, the, those the most successful women that I've met that that are um, great at dating you know, they go out with strategy, you know, they're going out with their friends, they, they they are targeting certain places, but they're enjoying themselves, they're enjoying themselves, they're dancing, you know, they maybe go out to a, the hottest restaurant in town, right? But the byproduct of doing that thing that they're enjoying is meeting guys that also like those sort of venues and are in a line of their sort of value. So you've really got to hack the environments you're in, okay? right. Billy Price. Hi, mate. I've fallen for a very special little butterfly, butterfly lady. Thoughts? Thoughts on what, buddy? Like, um, let's expand on that. Maybe I can help you. Hi, Jason. Hi, Dante English. Hi, Emmanuel. Hi, LaRoy. Am I able to engage in my sensual spirituality without compromising my potent masculinity? Am I able to engage in my sensual spirituality without compromising my potent masculinity? I mean, what I think what I think you need to do is you just need to look, as I said earlier, like the 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 things that ha- the thing that happens in relationships, the reasons why relationships go bad is because you don't communicate certain things to your partner, right? If we fail to communicate a certain thing because we attach consequence, or we attach shame to, to whatever that thing is, then, you know, it, it ends up being a, a bigger issue later on. Right. So if, you're, if you are someone who is sensual and in touch of a spiritual side, then lead with that. Lead with that. Bring that up in, in the early sort of conversation when, when you first meet this person. Right. Make it a thing. Make it a thing. Like, um, obviously, if that's important to you, then obviously you want a woman to appreciate that side of you too, right? So I hope I'm, I hope I'm coming across with with um, the right sort of answer there for you. If not, just kind of maybe niche it into a direction where I can kind of expand on it more. But I think that's what you mean, you know, in terms of not sharing that side to you. Okay. Right, what we got us? Hi, Croy. Oh, God. Hi. De- Hi. Chris. I make her leg shake. She makes me go crazy. <laughs> Hi, Namil, Hi, Becky. Daniel, welcome. Hey, back on. Um, who we got? How do you weather the storm? That's a good question, Nicholas. And... You know, you've got to. It depends what stage of relationships you're in, right? If you're in a long-term relationship, that might mean, mean That might mean being in a doghouse for a little bit, right? That might mean having a few nights on the sofa, you know, and giving up the bed. It might be. It depends how how severe the storm is, but you what you do need to be is consistent, right? What's key? A woman wants to feel safe. Yeah, a woman wants to feel safe. She doesn't want to feel that you're just going to you're going to walk out of 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 um such a storm. Right? You've got you got to you've got to let her know that you can weather her emotions. Yeah, you can deal with her at her best and you can deal with her at her worst and I think that's the same on both sides. Yeah? So have a think about that. Like, you know, relationships are, you know, Let's get rid of the idea that there's a perfect relationship that, that exists out there. Don't get caught up on what you see and what is portrayed on Instagram and Facebook of these people that seem to be so much in love. You don't know like what happened five minutes before or after that photo. You know nothing about what they've gone through, right? It's just a, a fabricated moment that's captured, right? Every relationship goes through shit. Every relationship goes through highs and lows, right? But what's important is how you behave on the lows. Again, in a relationship, it's important that you feel safe, even at, even at the most turbulent of times. Yeah? Okay, I hope that's hope, Nicholas. It's a great question. Oh, God, I keep pressing this. She could just be taking. Hi, Taylor made retreats. Hi, Will Michael. Hi, Willie boy. Too fast, Nicholas. Maybe the speed bumps are good for you if you're moving too fast. Well, I agree because you know the speed bumps they're bringing things to the surface that need to be spoken about. Yeah, they need to be spoken about. So, these are you know, reframe it are you arguing or are you just having a discussion about indifferences? You know, you're having a discussion, you're not arguing. Right, remove the negative connotation. You're learning about each other, right? You're learning about each other. The speed bumps are needed in relationship. I can't believe this is gonna last one hour. <laughs> you could jump off at any point. Hi, Michael. Hi, uh, in Des. KP Philosophy. Hello. Did you see the video of him giving it to Syrian uh, airline? <laughs> all right we're trolling are we all right yeah well look this is a space look i i every week i'm allowing myself to be vulnerable to you guys i want i I want to remove the shame from guys seeking help in this area of their lives right because they, they shouldn't be ashamed it seems to be that we can accommodate um women if they have any issues with their dating and lifestyle development, right? There's no stigma attached to that. I literally just messaged a guy um, earlier who hadn't, hadn't took action on getting help for over 10 years, right? He's remained in the same space for 10 years, right? And why? He said, why? why? Because he said it was because of the stigma that is attached to seeking help as a guy, and that's what we have got to change. And if you want to take it to the extreme, what's happening? And I'm talking about this a lot lately, is you know the male suicide rate. You know these numbers exist. They, they exist because it comes from frustration, right? We need to support people that want to that need help in this area and, and have them give them the confidence they can speak openly about this side of things, right? So let's just let's just have a think about that. Um, Sorry, Billy. You know, I just—I. <laughs> it's not always so bright. I, I whack on a photography light at um at this hour because it's quite late here. Um, so I want to be able to. If it's too if it's too bright, I can probably turn it down for a piece. One sec. that's a little bit better for you guys. Right, 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 right. Uh, what's your current longboard setup? <laughs> Um. God, I don't even know what I got on there anymore. I think I've got a, oh, it's a, a lush longboard. Um, I'm not too sure what the trucks are on it. Um, but it's it's made of like a maple, um, wood, and it's quite it's more stiffer than the bamboo, and I prefer that actually. Um, Jesus, I did like 20, 20 kilometers on that the other day. Um, it was awesome. Right. Uh, da, 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 da. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Move the mind, man. Right. Kenneth Williams. I have a lot of guys who, okay, Leroy, I have a lot of guys who, girls who really like me, but I always lose their interests. What am I doing wrong? You're probably not escalating. You're probably not showing your intent. You're probably not um, let, like, start with compliments. Right. I, I find this a lot, a lot of the time, uh, women show interest to guys and they just kind of take it for grind, gr- granted and, and the women end up feeling like, oh, he's just not interested, I'm not his type, and they just go off the grid. So maybe that might be something. It might be that you're not actually um, using compliments, right? You're not showing your interest in a way that she could actually see you as someone that she would sleep with. So, and also maybe you know that question I answered earlier about conversation, the conversation structure. Um. You know, you just need you need to observe that. You need to you need to study that. You know, try not to come across as someone who is mundane and boring and just just a you know a copy of someone that she met five minutes earlier or the night before, you know. Look, always look to stimulate and move that mind into a certain direction. Okay. a crew up in London. What spots? Uh, yeah, but It all depends where. It all depends where you want to go, man. And what again? Like that question earlier about the sort of women that you want to meet. You know, the nines and tens. Start, start like that and work your way backwards. So again, it's all subjective. It's absolutely subjective for the sort of people you want to meet. I have a real love for, like, Deep House, so I follow a lot of that music, and that naturally puts me around people I want to be, you know, people that have the same interests. So I will always look for a a night where a good DJ's playing uh, or a restaurant that has a DJ in there and and just kick back. It's a vibe, you know. So a real hotspot right now is uh, Opium on Thursday nights. My friend Daniel is actually running that night I'm sure if you message him, he might be able to put you on the guest list, or if you get a table or something. Um Havada is a great place. I like that on a Thursday night. Where else? Um, and the Box. I mean, the Box, <laughs> the Box never really fails. You know, that that's a place that's always going to be a spot. And weekdays are always better in London. You know, week, weeknights are always better because you've actually got the Londoners that go out, as opposed to in a weekend. It's a bit more. You know, it's a completely different crowd. You've got people from the suburbs coming in, and um, it's of a less refined audience. So just just reverse engineer it. Where do you, you know what sort of people you want to do? You want to be around, and kind of it's a bit of homework is involved. You know, a bit of homework is involved. I've been going out in London for over ten years. You know, and as places they rise and they fall, and you just got to do the groundwork and work out where those spots are and spend less time in the places that aren't giving you a good return, okay? Right. I think I saw you in all-bar one in Clapham the other day. No, I would have never hit a spot like that. Um, no, it wasn't me, buddy. Need a stronger follow-up game? Uh, okay. Work, uh, I have a great YouTube video for that. If you type in Johnny Cassell follow up game or something like that, or text in, then there's some great pointers in that video. You'll learn what a ping text is, right? That's something you need to know for follow up procedure. And again, I'm saying it again that you need to get on the phone. You need to get on the phone and speak to chicks. You know, there's nothing wrong with that you know, it's what everyone else is not doing, it's what everyone else is afraid to do right, so get on it right I don't like, can they just say that you have a boyfriend and end it like that I don't know. yeah well, well, people do say that, girls do say they, they have got a boyfriend you know, as a polite you haven't made enough impact with me, yeah? It's not they're not, let's reframe it, yeah? It's not they're not interested. It's you haven't made enough impact, yeah? it's You haven't made enough impact. So you've got to work on yourself to build more impact on your approaches. Um, And also as well, like understand, women will give you the I've got a boyfriend line. And I would say a large proportion of the time it's not true, yeah? It's just the polite mechanism they use to kind of deflect you when you haven't made enough impact. What does make impact when they say that is having something really witty to say, right? Like, I've got a boyfriend, just go, oh, can he drive? And she goes, yeah, you go, perfect, he can drop you off around mine. You know, <laughs> but it's, it's got to be done in a playful way, yeah? And if it's not true, I mean, you've got a laugh out of them, and now you know she's realizing, like, oh, you're a guy that's got that side to him, too. That's cool, you know. So, again, if you're out there, you'll start learning this stuff, you'll start learning what the hurdles are in conversations, and you'll ask yourself, What can I say if it ever pops up next time? and you'll get more intuitive with um, comebacks. Study comedians as well, study. Comedians in terms of how they handle hecklers, I think that just needs to be something you need to be um, acquainted with. Yeah, I think it's a a great, a great tool to have. How how to deal with hecklers? How to deal with people, um, you know, just kind of throwing shit at you. You know, so just yeah, study that. I cherish. I Fred. Who else we got? Right, remember, guys, ask me anything and I'll be able to answer it for you in full. Uh, Asma Casablanca. Alex Holloway, hello, buddy. Hi, Vicky. Right. Edmund, hey, recently I met a girl. We had a great chat and make out in the club. We were texting, and we went for a second meet saying, fancy doing something. She did not reply. That's because I was being vague and indecisive. Yeah, I think you're pretty accurate on your diagnosis of that. It's always good to have a plan, right? And it's quite exciting when someone has a plan and they're inviting you to it. You know, I would say something something that's better would be keep keep next Wednesday free at eight o'clock. We're doing something. Right? That's like exciting. It's like you're you're leading them into something. Actually have a plan. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Actually have a plan. Um, you need to study more sort of leadership language for you to be more familiar with how to talk in this way. Um, let me just have a look on that bookshelf. What have I got? Leadership, leadership, leadership. I'll have a look when I get off, and I'll privately message you what, what book to read. I'll have a closer look. Um but yeah never come from a place of uncertainty you know remove maybe remove can i right it's just weak vocabulary yeah come come from a more leading standpoint it's exciting right hey ruiz on awesome jose right How to approach girls if you have stutter? Does it make me look less confident in her eyes? Um, I would get... I, I, it's a difficult one. I can't I can't actually um, share my perspective on that. I feel that if it really does concern you, I and I don't know if you have, Kristen, but go and get voice therapy... On that if it's if it's um, if it knocks your confidence, if you feel that that's holding you back, um. But normally, you know, it's if there's an elephant in the room, just you, you've got to own it. You've got to own it. You know, like it's it's obvious that you have the stutter. I mean, it's. But I would say, yeah, you can get help with that. You can get help with that. If it's really bothering you that much. Um, it's not something I'm qualified in. that's not like what I do. Um, but I know there's some great people that can help you with that. I don't think it makes you look less confident. Um, it, it just for them, it's just an, a bit of an unknown and a bit of a, a bit of a situation that they're unfamiliar with. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like just get help with it buddy All right what else we got now why just keep doing that right right do i meditate i actually you know i was using the calm app recently um, because you know up, up for the up until the uh, when I was launching a the book I, there was so much um, things running around my head and i really recommend it you know i was i was meditating on and off um you know for other years but i just couldn't i couldn't sleep there's so many projects we got going on at the moment and i just found myself moving back into the direction of meditation and it it certainly helped but what what also helps is you know just getting decent cardio in like today i'm tired Right, and I feel I feel tired, and that's because I've been boxing again. I did a two two sessions boxing earlier, and I just need to remind myself to do more of that kind of stuff. You know, more cardio, tire yourself before you go to bed. Uh, otherwise, you, you're going to be just laying there like, wide awake. You know, with insomnia. Hi Jeff. Hi, uh, Hi Viani. Oh, God, why does it keep doing it? Hi Stephen. Oh, that's why. Right. What's the question here? How to approach if you have a stuttering problem? Is this making me let's go from the more awkward and high... All right, I just answered that question for you. Usman, uh, hi Carlos. What's we got here? Hi Bursky. Friend. right Daniel so you're saying if a girl asks she has a boyfriend then make some kind of joke out of it Watch, a, I watch a lot of late night shows on YouTube Conan you should watch <laughs> well it's um, just have something to say but what you can do to counter that whole situation is early on in the conversation you could go how long have you been of your boyfriend for or how long have you been of your husband with uh, how, how long have you been with your husband for before even having any knowledge of that right so they then early on say oh i don't have a boyfriend oh i don't have a husband so that doesn't even come up as a problem later on yeah so have a little play around with that All right wait. Hello. Oh, great. From Morocco. Awesome. Which dating coaches have I learned the most from? Um, you never stop learning. Uh, an actual fact, like, you know, I, I, I came into the industry at a very young age. You know, so ever, anyone that was floating around in 2007. You know, be like the David D'Angelo's. It would be you know Strauss's work. Um, you know, all those kind of people that immersed from that pickup world. That was of an early influence. And then what the direction I kind of went with my work was more social, more networking. So naturally, I kind of was. I was more moving in the direction or of. of, of of people that you know, a lot, of, a lot of you guys wouldn't wouldn't really have heard of, and I think that's what kind of separates me from a lot of people because everyone's just really focused on meeting women, and I definitely work with that to, to such an extent, but I'm more about the lifestyle, yeah, you know? like creating a holistic lifestyle that yields you all of the things that you want, and. That doesn't really come from um, dating coaches, you know. I think dating coaches will teach most dating coaches will teach you basic foundations, um, but really, what's not really spoken about much is creating the lifestyle. Because when you when you come to terms of okay, I've got an issue with dating, right? There's a reason why. Yeah, it's probably because you haven't created a fruitful lifestyle to get familiar with the fairer sex. Yeah, you need to you need to do that. You need to get more familiar with women. So you have to create a lifestyle that gives you a machine. It's it's has that abundance. Otherwise, you know, you can't get good at something that you're not familiar with. Everything's going to be slow. I mean, I'm I'm doing something in my business now, and it took forever to do this thing that we had to do because it was all new. You know, we'd never done it before. But we'll move 10 times as fast with this particular thing next time because we're more familiar with it. You know, it's like anything, right? So you need to expose yourself to new experiences. Hi, Costello. Hi, Neil. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Richard. Ubdia. Uh, the word can I because I asked my friend about if he knows this particular restaurant called Botega she said yes and said okay I'm taking you there great yeah leading leading language it works right hi Phil I Rodriguez, right cool well that's it I've answered all your questions guys if, 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 you, if you've got anything else that you want to kind of um, throw at me I mean if not I'll have an early night <laughs> I'll have an early night, man. Um, but remember guys, look, it's if if you haven't already, um get my book. Yeah, we just launched that over Easter. Uh Elite Seduction. Uh it's it's a milestone for me. You know, thirteen years of, of coaching, teaching, business in this industry, uh finally got my own book out. So uh head on over to Amazon and get your copy. Uh you won't be disappointed with that. Uh, especially maybe if you're new to my work as well, you know. If you're new to my work, then you know it's a it's a nice little introduction to what I'm all about. Okay. What's your view on the importance of masculine energy and pickup? Well, masculine energy is it's it's important. You know, it's you know you've just well, it depends it depends what you know. It's a big conversation at the moment, isn't? It? I, I I spoke about this in the last podcast where we where you know, the buzzword in the media is toxic masculinity, right? And don't be afraid of being a man. Don't be afraid of standing up to things that aren't in the line of your values, right? Like, do manly shit. Like, do stuff with your buddies. Like, go, go and do whatever you feel defines you to be a masculine man. And don't worry about this word toxic behavior in the media just uh, toxic uh, masculinity just be aware of toxic behaviors yeah toxic behaviors what behaviors could you potentially have that could be detrimental to your relationship that's the conversation that really needs to be had don't don't Try to reframe what's going on in the media. Don't don't take it personally. That that they're that, 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 you know, they're just trying to create a story. They're just trying to get some clicks and all that kind of nonsense. But the lesson really is is you know what behaviors are toxic in relationships. Not being emotionally available is detrimental to your relationship. You know, not standing up for what you believe in, not communicating your values, not sharing things that are important and key to you, uh, is detrimental to your relationship. Right, so these are toxic behaviors. But yes, certainly embrace your masculinity. If you want to go and mess around on dirt bikes, or you know, have a you know, go 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 for a Sunday drive with the boys, or you know, play football on the weekends, yeah, that's you. That's your masculinity. That's your yes, your hobbies. You know, um, embrace it. Embrace it. Uh, do you have an opinion on Mystery's Peacock Method? Well, it's nothing new, really, is it? It's not. It's it's not. You know, being unique is not is not new. You know, it's not a new concept. Yeah. You, know? you know, it's it's just taking care of your image, taking care of your image, and giving someone someone giving someone some help to open you. It's like if you're if like if you're online dating, for example. You know, some tips and advice that I give in, for online dating is create a hook in your bio, create a hook in your bio that helps someone that's interested in your profile open you, right? When, when we're talking about styling, yeah, we're talking about styling, then you can also apply that same concept. Yeah, I remember I, I when I visited my hometown years ago and seen my friends for a long time, and I wore a blazer and a pocket square, Right? And I didn't really think much much of it. That was just that's just how I roll sometimes. And what happened was this guy, this big beefhead, comes up to me and he was like, uh, "Oh, you're peacocking, bro. You're peacocking, bro." And I was I stood there. I was like, "Um, well, I'm just wearing a, a pocket square, buddy. I mean, but if you put it like that, I guess so are you with your Christmas cracker necklace and." You know, hand me down jumper you're wearing. You know, I just had a comeback like that, and um, he didn't like it. <laughs> but the thing is, I was just it was just my style. You know, it was just my style that was congruent to my identity. So, what I will say is just have an identity. Don't be just some guy that rolls out looking like every other guy, you know. You don't dress to fit in, you dress to stand out. Because it's a conversation, it's a topic, you know, it's it's I don't mean go out and dress like a clown. You know, go out and have your own unique style. Yeah. And that's something we can help you help you with. We have our own styling team on our seven day programs. So if you've ever come in and or are interested in, in learning about that, head on over to the website, johnnycassell.com, and um, check us out or message me here privately. We can do that. All right. Dan, if we mention the word can I, you are saying there's a higher chance or, or rejection, and we have. If we remove the word, is that what we should remove it? Yeah, I'm saying that. I'm saying, what it, what, it, what I'm saying is, you know, and I go about, I, I talk about this in my book, is you gotta, you gotta, the goal is to come from a place of certainty, right? Remember what I said earlier when I answered one of the other questions a woman wants to feel safe. If you're uncertain about yourself, then there's going to be hints of that in your language can i maybe that's not a, that's not a man that's coming from certainty that's a man that's coming from uncertainty he's not familiar with this this is all new to him this is you know it's not going to make a woman feel safe she wants to feel safe and the hints of you being the guy that can make her feel safe come through your vocabulary okay so start studying leadership language yeah I Gonzalez, I so Wicked Johnny Boy, I right, Caesar, Rodrigo. That's a big one for me. I started pickup because I was hurt, so I locked myself and worked on pickup. That's very toxic. That's very toxic to who enters my life. Um, up. I don't understand what what you mean there, buddy because I was hurt. So, I, yeah, I mean, look, here's... Okay, look. For example, I had an update from a client uh, yesterday, and he was thanking me for helping, like, move. He went through a, a breakup with a certain girl, and, you know, I mean, he traveled across the world to see her, and then to find that she was dating someone else, and, you know, he was shot to pieces, you know. He he'd made such a sacrifice to go and see her and all this, and he was emotionally invested in her in such a level... And, you know, I said there's two ways this can go. There's one, one direction is, you know, you fall frust- into frustration, you fall into depression, and you, you, you know, you're going to take a long time getting out of this mess. Or you could look at this as this is the best thing that ever happened to you. Because there is so much energy that comes from a breakup, and what you choose to do with that energy is completely up to you. You can move it in the direction of you know feeling sorry for yourself and playing the victim or you can move it in a direction of introducing new elements into your lifestyle. You know you can use that fuel to explore new hobbies or to you know put on a bit more muscle at the gym or lose a few pounds at the gym. This guy completely transformed his life. It was incredible. And the byproduct of doing that attracted her back into his life, and you know he was just a completely different man. But and the, and the beauty of it was that once he got himself to that point, his emotions had settled, and he could you know answer the situation with logic and and basically say, okay, I'm I'm I've become this now. Do I want to go back down that path, or do I want to explore my new self? And that's so much that's so much more of a better place to be coming from than um, playing the victim and need, being needy and begging. Yeah. Work on you and become you know get back the power. Yeah. Become attractive again. Because that's what a woman wants. She wants to see that you've done shit in your life, you're working on yourself, you're progressing, you're you know, you're actualizing, yeah. Okay. Hi Greek Joker, welcome back on. Right, guys, so that's it for tonight, I think um, a bit shorter than our usual ones, but I'm thankful for that, because I'm sure you can tell I'm pretty tired <laughs> but, having said that, I was gonna still commit to you guys tonight, and um, you know, just offer my time and just answer a few of your questions okay okay, Greek Joker, last one if you don't mind me asking a uh, if you don't mind me asking, all that breakup energy you're just talking about and all the stuff you can do with it, can you do all that with... Sorry, let me just read this again. If you don't mind me asking, all that breakup energy you just talked about and all that stuff you can do with it, can't you do all that with your... I don't understand what that last word means, Greek joker, if you can just... um make that a bit more clearer for me. What I'm just basically trying to say is, oh, with your significant other. Well, that's what we're talking about, yeah? We're talking about like, whether it be someone that you are pursuing or it's within the relationship you have. Just take any negative energy. I mean, you always want to be flushing negative energy out Right, whether it be your the dialogue that you use, whether it be the story in your head, or the experience you are having with someone, so look to reframe it into something positive. As I said earlier, if you're having a a moment of conflict in your relationship, look to, you know, let the storm settle and then come back in from a neutral standpoint, be diplomatic, and then extend the olive branch. And I believe then you know, I mean that, that that's such a higher level of, of, of consciousness that you're able to do that as a you know, as opposed to, you know, just having an argument. I think that's very immature. Yeah. Sorry if it lasts me. No, it's all right, man. Anyway, look, I am I'm gonna hit the pillow, guys. Um again, thank you for coming on. Um I'm gonna quickly just jump in there. We've got the workshop if you're in London or you fancy a trip to London this weekend to work with myself and my team. Uh, we've got the Impactful Connection Workshop. All right. that's um, If you go to johnnycassell.com forward slash workshops, you will see a complete breakdown of the day. And it's a fantastic day. I mean, look, there's so much you'll get out of this, you know, listening to these on, on a weekly basis. And I, I, I do hope that you get a lot of value from them. But nothing quite beats uh, one-to-one uh, personal coaching, you know, in... in you know, meeting people in person because the, the, the process is more fluid you know and, and I can actually see what you're doing you know I'll put you in social situations and and see what you're doing on and, and what needs work and you know I'll, I'll help you with rearranging the furniture up here you know rearranging the living room so you can walk out the front door you know that's how I explain making your mind healthier yeah you know, a lot of times we overthink a lot of things don't we so have a look at, have a look on that uh, it's this Saturday. It's a Saturday the twenty seventh uh, here in London. Okay. All right. God. Last question, and cheese and I'm off. Okay. This really is the last one. Uh, I've asked out my crush, and she said she doesn't date guys at her school. Please help me. All right. I got to put my mind back into the school days. Um, be persistent. Be 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 persistent. Uh, just go. I mean, something witty would be great. I mean, it depends on her maturity and if she if, if she's able to understand this. But <laughs> yeah, drop out. Just say, "Well, me neither. I was thinking about finishing my homework later than seeing you outside." You know, something like that. Again, it's being playful, right? Um, but yeah, play play. You know, don't think about the her response just then think about the bigger play think about the bigger picture time is your friend you're young you're still at school um i believe that you know if you play the longer play it might be more rewarding right so what i mean is play the long game okay uh quite happy if you want to dm me i'll um expand on that a little bit i'm just conscious of the time we're just running out it's one minute left um, guys I'm going to love you and leave you I hope you've had a lovely Easter and thank you for tuning in again and I'll see you next Tuesday or if not at my live workshops and remember get yourself get yourself a copy of my book on Amazon uh, it's $9.99 um, I'd really like to, to know what you think of it and um, yeah God bless you and I'll see you next week okay thank you if you enjoyed the content Follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.